Hello. Hello. I like how you breathe. You're like, here we go. <laughs> We're about to do this. We're on the podcast. <laughs> Mine. Body stuff. Well, I wanted to do, I wanted to oh, mix it up. you didn't do up. it with me. I mixed it up. Well, let's hear it. Mind body stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Oh, your face was the best one. <laughs> Sorry you missed it. Wow, that was special. Mm. Um, welcome to another episode of this little podcast. Mind body stuff. Mind body stuff. Mm. Um, thanks for listening. Last week we recorded a podcast about music Musica. and it's so interesting because like 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 we mentioned we don't talk about i mean we kind of pick a topic and then we just basically hit record and yeah, go we run with it the problem with that is you kind of don't always say everything that that comes up mm-hmm. because it hasn't really it's just you guys are just hearing free flow conscious thinking as it's happening um, and when I listened back to the podcast on music, it's so interesting because there's so many other things that I would have added or I would have said or that I've thought about since the podcast. And I think one of the interesting things about doing this is um, it, it it just it feels final when you put something out into the world like mm-hmm. this or or they feel like they feel like truth that you claim even though some of the things that maybe we say on this podcast they're they're not necessarily our truths yet they're thoughts that we're exploring or things that we're thinking about so it's really interesting um for me and kind of my um uh just vulnerability to go back and then listen to podcasts and just know that i i i said that stuff where i put it out there Mm -hmm. and that you know it's it's I don't know. Do you feel that same way that you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, it is kind of interesting when you think of the medium that it's recorded and it's finite. Like uh-huh. it's like starts and then it ends. Uh-huh. It's not like, can I revisit it in a little bit with you or guys? Some, is anyone out there listening? What do you think about that? Or, or add to this because I'm sure it will take our conversation to a completely mm-hmm. different place that we really could go to. And I think one of um, one of this is segueing into what we want to talk about today which is um, the effect that social media has on our lives, how we use social media, um, the pros and the cons, the benefits and the dangers, um, Mm -hmm. how that ties into the ego and our our insecurities and our need for um, validation Mm -hmm. um, and what it's doing to human connection. And um, so in in a way you know with social media too you're you're putting out something that then is in a way interpreted as a representative or representation of you and it's kind of of fixed in time it is it's fixed in time yeah yeah and you decide to post it and it's kind of like okay and there it is and there it is Mm -hmm. and there it is out there um, so, so basically today we're just going to explore this topic of social media and our own relationship with social media, um, our, our fears, our, um, our needs with our it. Our needs, our needs with it. Yeah. I absolutely. loved how you said to me, you're like social media, ego and connection. Like I was yeah. like, you need to write that to me. Like I just yeah. love the, the, just the three thoughts linked together. Yeah. Too. Social media, ego and human connection. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the, it, it's, 
So I'm just going to start by saying um, one of one of the things that I think is really great about social media is the inspiration, the connection, um, feeling like we are close to people and that we can we can get into people's hearts and understand how people are, people are feeling and and I do believe that there are wonderful benefits to social media um, especially our community on Facebook I feel that that has been such a safe and such an extremely beautiful space that we get to share mm-hmm. we get to share our thoughts we get to feel connected to one another we get to feel connected to people that we don't even know oh and that's gosh. a huge gift huge like I was even thinking I remember when I first started use, using social media mm-hmm. and how you could look up people you hadn't seen in years right. you know like right. oh, there's my friend from high school yes. now they live in Poland or whatever Whatever. And I love that whole abil- ability to connect without having to be in the same place or in kind of instantaneous connection too. Absolutely. Like from yeah. far, far away. Yeah. And how wonderful for our business, you know, normally to have a business like this, we'd have to live probably in LA or New York. You know, mm-hmm. we'd have to sort of give up some of our lifestyle desires. Mm-hmm. But now with this whole social media stuff and the internet, we can live wherever Yeah, and do this work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there is there there is absolutely a special place for social media. Like hands down, um I think groups and especially the type of private groups that we have on Facebook, mm. those are are really valuable. Um then with Instagram, I know that people feel that they build community on Instagram. I've actually never experienced that. I know that people talk a lot about their online communities through Instagram. But I don't feel that that is as conducive of a platform for community building as Facebook. And that's why I feel like we we still do, you know, we still do a lot of the, the sharing through mm-hmm. Facebook. But um, Instagram, people build massive... It almost feels like a news media thing. Like what does? Instagram does, where it's like... It's like a magazine or like, here's a photo and here's a story where mm. Facebook seems more like individually connected, I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes. But something about Instagram feels very broad. Mm-hmm. You know, like suddenly I have this following and I'm Walter Cronkite or, you know, <laughs> like it's very, it feels very different. Walter. <laughs> Old Walter Cronkite. Happy you don't know who he was. How about Dan Rather? How about, um, I can't remember the other people anyway. (laughs) But I feel like with Instagram, you can gain, I mean, you can have millions and millions, millions and millions of followers and you have this incredible platform, uh, to, to influence, to, um, inspire. Hopefully, hopefully people are using Instagram for those reasons Mm -hmm. to get their message, which hopefully is, one that um, puts good out into the world. Hopefully people are using their platform and their influence in in ways that are of benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, I have kind of an interesting um, story with with Instagram, I told this story in the Twin Cities at our at our uh, quarter three workshop. But one of the women that I follow, and I follow, I follow really amazing people on Instagram. I get a lot of inspiration. I get a lot of 
I get a lot of goodness back from Instagram. I really do. I, I, I follow, you know, Glennon Doyle always has amazing things to say. Daniel Laporte. I follow Yoga Girl. And for those of you who may or may not know who she is, she's got like 2 million followers on Instagram. She's got an extremely large platform. Um, but it's really funny because a lot of the things that I talk about, especially in my ULA one classes or these workshop ideas that we have, um, she will post very similar, very similar things. Right at the time we're talking about this Right at the time we're talking about this. So, um, we've already released this. It's a little bit early, but most of you know that our quarter four is called, um, let love in. And so, we have, I mean, we've got the t-shirts made, we've got everything designed. We've had a design for a long time. Like the idea came to me and I was like, okay, this is what I want quarter four to be, blah, blah, blah. Had it all, everything's ready. So maybe like two or three weeks after we had even gotten the t-shirts all printed and everything, mm-hmm. Yoga Girl posted this post, blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the post, she wrote just over and over and over, let love in, let love in, let love in, let love in. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, it it happens pretty frequently. And I'll take screenshots of the, of the Instagram and whatever people post. And then I'll like send them to UB and be like, look, look at this. Yeah. And it's and like... Then, like is she in our office? No, she and, and and so what I feel like is we're just kind of riding this energetic, the same this energetic wave. There's all this connection. Stuff. Yeah, there's something cosmically out there that she and I are both kind of like you pulling know from. pulling from. Um, another example was literally the day after we did our quarter two workshop in the Twin Cities, which is all about body love from armor to amore. The very next day, you guys, she posted a picture of herself. You know, she's this beautiful Swedish woman who lives in Aruba. She posted a picture of herself in a bikini. And she wrote over the over top of the picture, I love my body. <laughs> Literally the day after we did our body love workshop. And I'm like, again, again here it is. Still happening. But the, the, the thing about this, and this is where I'm, um, this is where my insecurities and my this is a good point. My ego and my self-worth and all that, it starts to come into this 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 place that's problematic for me is rather than saying, how cool is this? She's got this amazingly massive influential platform and she and I are both doing similar work with, with what we're doing. We've got these same ideas that are out there floating around that we're, we're pulling from how great that we're, we're riding the same wave. Instead of looking at it from that way, I have then a tendency to be like, I, I suck as a business owner because I know that these ideas are good. And I know that these are important things to be talking about. And this is, this is good work that needs to be done. But what, what, how did she get to a place of 2.1 million followers in this very massive platform to do her work from when I, I, I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so rather than, rather than thinking, oh, this is great. This is great. We're both doing this type of work that people need. Then I let my ego come into it and say, oh, 
I I'm insignificant. I'm insignificant. Mm-hmm. Those are those. And glasses. again, those are my glasses. Go mm-hmm. back to that episode that one of the first ones we, we recorded. Mm-hmm. But then it just reaffirms to me what my glasses are that I'm insignificant. So no matter how great of ideas I have, or no matter how important the work is that I'm doing, it's just it's I'm insignificant. And how wonderful the people feel when when they're touched by the work that right. you do. Right. That it's still because of you know yoga girls following. It's just her following. Just her following. Then that makes your glasses suddenly sort of pop on. Really pop on. Quick. And this is a big problem with social media. Yes. Is you think more followers equals better quality or a better person mm-hmm. or someone who is just, it's someone who is more loved or smarter or it, this isn't usually. These more are talented. Yeah. And these aren't usually my triggers, but I know a lot of people follow just very beautiful people who take very beautiful photos on Instagram. So maybe your triggers are, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not whatever enough. I'm not in as many um, enough beautiful places. Too. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. have enough money. I don't, it, it can really trigger those, um, those insecurities that yes. we have. It's so, funny too. It's kind of set up that way. Oh, it's totally set up it's that way. It's so, set up just to, to be sort of competitive too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a competitive nature to it. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't mean to set it up that way when it first started. I don't, I, yeah, I would think not. I think, I think absolutely not. But as humans, we're so funny. We're like, like, yeah, look how many likes or yeah. now she's an influencer. Even the word influencer. influencer. Like yes. what a great, who coined that term? Like, right. hello, like who wouldn't want to be an influencer? Absolutely. Like, like, absolutely. Yeah. And another thing that I realized is I was comparing <clears throat> my, I was comparing myself and I was following all these women that I have a lot of respect for, uh, and I was comparing myself and feeling like, oh, I suck. But then I also realized I'm I'm doing nothing in terms of my um, Instagram slash social media presence. Output. Output. Yes. So how can I even <laughs> how can I even let myself uh, get down on myself when I'm not even in the game. I'm not right. even playing the game. And yeah. so uh, some of you may have noticed that I created a Instagram profile, public profile that I'm using to represent me as as the founder of Ula and to to use now Instagram as a space where I do talk about all the stuff that runs through my head all day and the stuff that then forms these workshops that we do and these retreats and, and the ideas that are constantly swirling around. And so I figured, okay, well Kaylee, you can't you can't be so mean to yourself and hard on yourself if you're not even trying. Yeah. It would be like, why didn't I win the marathon? Because you, you didn't, didn't get in the race. Yeah, you <laughs> weren't even in the race. You didn't even try to get in the race. And I'm not I'm not doing it to um I don't know, to well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe I do want maybe I want more followers because I'm I'm curious if if the business can grow through social media. Because as of right now, the business hasn't grown through social media. The business has grown through word of mouth primarily. Very, primarily yeah. Ula Fitness has grown through word of mouth. But yes. I am curious if there's a way that I can connect with some of these women or these quote unquote influencers who I have massive amount of respect for but also some of those women that were plucking ideas from the same space Mm -hmm. in the cosmos to see if there's any way that we can you know join join together together in some of the work we're doing but if I never put myself out there how will I ever know exactly you know so so it's actually funny because I do speak so much about 
vulnerability and being open, but I, I recognized in myself that I was mainly only doing that in a private Facebook group. Yes, where no one can see you. I mean, or, only the very yes. finite amount of people exactly. can see. Or I was doing it in some of my classes that I teach, especially ULA 1. That's that's the class that I, I share the most about my the inner workings of my, of <laughs> my psyche. My psyche. But I figured, okay, I'm actually going to, is it walk the talk? Talk. Talk, walk the talk. Walk the walk. Walk, walk the, the talk. talk. I've actually got to walk the talk and put myself out there. and, and Walk the walk. I no, no. Anyway, I always you say walk know. the walk. You you gotta you gotta walk, walk the, the walk. Talk. Walk the talk. Walk the talk. That doesn't make know. sense. Anyway, you know what we're trying to say. Anyway, you gotta. But you got. Yeah, if you want it's something, it's scary. To don't put say you're there. unhappy about something if you're not if you're not putting the work into it. Too like that's an excellent point. Yeah, just then say either decide. It's kind of what we talked about in the values. Uh, Podcast. Going back to the values podcast. Like, if you're not willing to put energy in that, then don't be mad at yourself about it. Exactly. Because then it may not, that's when you have to tease out, like, are these my glasses? Mm-hmm. Is this really important to me? Yes. Or or is it not? Is it someone else that's telling me it should be important to me? Yes. Even another part of my psyche? And what about me actually doesn't want to put action to this? Because what is that saying? Yes. Is that saying that this really isn't a value of mine? Or just, are you I, afraid or of are you failure? Afraid? Or are you afraid of something? So, Or are you the, afraid of success? There's or are both. you afraid of success? Mm-hmm. Where's their fear attached? Or where's their actually, it's not your value. It's just what you think your values are should be yes and i think that they are they actually it is my value yeah it is my value and i want people i want the world to be doing their work yes and i want people to be asking the questions and putting themselves out there so i have to be i have to be willing to do it you have to be willing to take the risk and put yourself and i feel safe around ula people but sometimes i wonder oh what is my second cousin gonna think about this is this gonna be weird you know like yeah and so it's it's true even when we were just at the wedding like people were like oh we didn't know bernice could dance and you were like what do you think she's been doing for the i mean she works for a dance fitness i've been dancing around for 50 freaking years yeah exactly but it's funny how people don't you know yeah, I don't put it out to the people I know. Yeah, because very, you're like, oh, I don't. They are not interested. Not, or that's not the part of me so, that they know. Yeah, they're not. They don't want to know that. They don't want to hear that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it is. You know, it it is really interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So that's been kind of my um my uh where I'm feeling maybe uh insignificant mm-hmm. through social media, but I'm actually going to see. Um, I'm just going to. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to put myself out there. Well, and, and see how, how many of us, again, to bring it back to the listeners, too, you guys, how many of you feel insignificant sometimes just reading your social media posts? Absolutely. From other people. Yep. Because it brings up those big questions of ego. Huge questions of ego. Right. And a lot of people use social media to put on a, or to be a persona that they may actually not be because you get to pick you get to pick what people see it's almost like you're an actor like you can be um you know like this is who i am on social media Mm -hmm. but not really who i am in my everyday life right and i think that one of the um which is kind of cool you get to play a character but it's a character and then don't claim it as yourself. Then, then be real clear. Then be very clear that this is you know this is my character that i'm on yeah or yeah, and so I think one of the dangers of social media is that people can really use social media to feed their 
insecurities. Mm -hmm. And so um, by, I don't know, by posting a bunch of selfies or by posting in by posting you know whatever it is you want you want to put out there to the world so that you can then feel better or you can feel validated or you can feel less lonely or you can feel you know less ugly even you know and so posting these like all the snapchat 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 <laughs> she snapchatted on me again <laughs> <laughs> but the Snapchat filters, who doesn't look good? Oh my god, everybody knows. They're amazing. They're like, amazing. Hello? I mean, so then to then be putting out this like this this um uh this filter. I mean, you're literally putting a filter on who you are mm-hmm. so that it makes you look better so that you can post it on social media so that people can then like it and tell you how great you look. Mm-hmm. That All that's doing is feeding your own insecurities. I don't even think it's feeding your ego. I think it's feeding the insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of your of yourself. Don't you agree? Well, it's almost like you have this empty bucket, you know, and you're just like, I'll fill it you with this You guys can fill it. Because, you know, we all, not, but I mean, most of us want to be wanted. Totally. At some level, we want to be wanted, whether yeah. it's through significance or through attention or through whatever it is. And so, of course, social media gives us this great opportunity to fill this bucket with a bunch of strangers. Right. And so for a little while, you get a little dopamine bo- boost or whatever. It's a dopamine hit. Anytime you post I something, get a little how boost. many likes do you oh, get? Wow, how many you people look comment? Back and you're like, oh, and what did so-and-so comment? So maybe I am good. Maybe, maybe I, I am, am good important. For a little maybe while, I am special. Your little bucket is filled for a little while, you know? But it's Until being... you read the other person's post who has 300 likes. Right. And, and then you're like, like, oh, actually, I suck. I oh, am insignificant. I am insignificant. Maybe I need to up my post. Yeah, and I, I think I think it can also um, just serve as a space for um, just yeah some really nasty comparing and, oh. and and you're comparing your worst self to the very 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 select tiny pieces of somebody else's life that they're sharing mm-hmm. through social media mm-hmm. and I forget about how important compare how important comparison is. Like we were just at my daughter's wedding and just uh-huh. with a bunch of strange, just some stranger, not stranger people, just stranger danger, there's stranger danger out there. <laughs> just people we, we didn't know that well yet sure. and some really, really sweet people. But I also felt way more aware of comparison there and with certain people oh, that okay. I, in Ula, I don't feel anymore. Like yeah. I'm just not aware of it. I'm just kind of like, whatever. Everyone. Well, I do feel like we have a little bubble. We do have a very but protective. But we've worked really hard to make it feel to that To create way. that so it's bubble. it's not false. So it's... sometimes when I get in a different environment, suddenly yeah. I'm like, oh no. And it's not that I'm comparing, but I feel like other people are looking and then they're like, and then I feel like them comparing. And then I'm uh-huh. like, oh, I forgot. We're in the comparison world. Yeah. Well, I was even, you know. and, and <laughs> You I, know that feeling yeah. of like. Oh my gosh, I didn't think about what I look like today. Right. Or totally. how am I acting? Am I acting like a 56-year-old should act? You know, am I playing my role even? Yeah, like kind of sure. and I'm very unaware of that heat in our, our Ula bubble. Mm-hmm. And I think that happens in social media a lot too, mm-hmm. where you're like playing this part. Like, am I playing my part? Mm-hmm. Well, right. You know, for some people, I think that plays a really big, you know, am I in a beautiful enough place? Right. Is the angle right? Did I get the... Does everything look like this is just the best thing Hi, ever? Have I attended enough sporting events with my children? 
You know, like some of the, like, here I am at, here I am skiing at Avalanche Creek, you know, or whatever, and now I am kayaking the open water with Bobby, you know, it's like, jeez. <laughs> I'm just like, this week Ray played Xbox for 24 hours. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That whole comparison. Well, and it's really, it's it's interesting, um, like, the, Everyone at the wedding was absolutely lovely. And oh, so this is not, this, but this is just an observation. Um, just, gosh, your daughter has the most gorgeous friends. I was like, what? What is happening? Why is everyone here so attractive? One of her friends I couldn't even look at. She was very pretty. Very pretty. I'm like, oh, she looked but then, at me. But then here's the thing. And this is, just makes me so sad is that instead of just enjoying the moment, they're all doing selfies. And then at the party, oh. they're all scrolling through their phone to pick the best selfie to then post on Instagram. And then and it's happening their in the moment. Yeah. That they're, they've taken themselves from the moment, they've done the selfie, they're scrolling through to pick the best one and to post. And it's yeah. like, so how, so I guess for me, like, how far down this road can we actually go before, A, we don't even know how to socialize, have this human connection with one another, or is the pendulum at some point going to swing back? Because I feel like we're getting to a point that, at least this is what I hear from parents who have um, teenagers. These kids, kids these days, they like don't kids. know they don't know how to interact with mm-hmm. one another. And so, like for example, Snapchat. They all. I was talking to a friend, and he was saying how his his daughter they took away they took away her Snapchat as punishment for whatever, and she wrote this huge petition. As to why she should get Snapchat back she's and how 14, by and the how way. yeah and she's fourteen and and basically saying how there's no way to connect with each other if it's not through Snapchat and by taking away Snapchat they they were basically like taking away her entire social life and tell tell them about the texting and she said and so he was like well why don't <clears throat> why don't you just text your friends then you don't have to be on Snapchat and she said. Nobody asks for each other's numbers. They would think that you're being like way too far. Like, why do you want my number? <laughs> and that to me, and then I've also heard of the kids who still text, then not being able to um, talk to each other. No. So they, they text and I, and you have so much courage behind a screen because you don't actually have to look the person in the eye and say the things yes. that you you can say through a text. Oh, yes. And so then we've got these all these young people who don't know how to look each other in the eye, who don't know how to... Um, oh, and this is so sad, you guys. There's all this research that um, children and especially babies, like this part... This part really breaks my heart is that baby. So babies look, especially when they're breastfeeding or being bottle fed, but that connection between when they're being fed in your arms and you're looking down and into looking their up. eyes and they're looking up at you. And so they're studying a face and they're watching how faces change and emotions and how it's expressed through our faces. But what's happening is instead of looking down at our babies, now we're looking at a phone. And the babies aren't getting that intense eye contact that they used to get from breastfeeding or, or just being fed in general. Right. And so they're having a harder time understanding emotion. emotion. Mm-hmm. And they've said that this is also happening in our older kids as well, is they can't they're they're not able oh, to emotionally connect with one another in person because they're doing it all through their device, which scares 
the crap out of me. Oh, no. And so, yeah, when I have little babies, I try not to be on my phone. But, man, you're in the middle of the night. It's, like, 2 a.m. And you're just, like, oh, it's it's hard. It's, yeah. it's easy to just, like, start scrolling. Oh, yeah. But just, I, I, I don't know. It's something that I have to be really, really disciplined in because it's it's dangerous well it's it's firing up their little brain circuitry too totally so that's all getting you know remembered in the brain the neural Mm -hmm. pathways are being set Mm -hmm. and so if we if we upset that Mm -hmm. it's gonna be harder to develop those neural pathways yeah especially then they need that stimulation how crazy that our youth doesn't really know how to interact with each other in person Mm. and Statistics show that right now, Americans are lonelier than they've ever been, especially the age group of, like, young 20s. They're the loneliest. And social media has never, ever, ever been more prevalent than it is now. So we've got to look at that and think, this is actually not... This is not helpful. Mm -mm. So, yes, can we use our platform? Can we use social media? Can we use that to to have connection, but not as a way to replace human connection? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a tricky balance that we've got to really start figuring out how how to find or we're in trouble. Oh yeah, and I think I mean, we're, we're in trouble. This is a relatively new thing. We've never we've never had to figure this out. So we're having to sort of listen to it and figure out what's happening you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because Mm -hmm. even with the election sure like that you know all the research they're saying in the election how russia had you know who would have thought that people could do that i mean i didn't know that was absolutely did anyone else know that was happening no no and in fact my um my son's working on a campaign right now and they have they have people they have trolls they know specific trolls that are shooting up on her campaign yeah on yeah. this woman's campaign. And it's, who are, where are they from? They think they're from Russia too. Sure. But but it's like, so social media is so powerful. It's so incredibly powerful. So powerful. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, like talk about the dopamine, the dopamine thing that oh, you talked yeah. about earlier. So, because um, I forgot, we talked to a, a woman this morning before class or after class about process addiction. Process addiction, yeah. So we were talking about how, because we were just, I mean, just. Which you can look up, process Process addiction. addiction. So <clears throat> Danielle Laporte, who I love, you guys should follow her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Because your life won't be the same uh, without her. A little hypocritical at this moment. (laughs) But anyways. But again, I think social media can have... There's a place for it. It is. There's absolutely a place. And she said, We need to understand that our devices and social media are designed for addiction. Like any street drug. Dopamine hits are taking over our lives and our children's lives. It's a very serious problem with wide and long-term implications. It's baffling, it's dire, and we need to wake up about it. So even, yeah, thinking about our kids with their video games, it becomes becomes an addiction. And it's... when we post anything on social media, all those likes that come in or the comments, those are little dopamine hits and you start to you you start to crave them. You do. It becomes an addiction. Oh yeah, it's so fun to watch it. it yeah. I and mean sometimes it is. I'll watch I'm like, "Oh, I got two more likes." Yeah. Oh, look, four more likes. Right. Right. And it's it just it's it's maybe not even enjoyable or pleasurable. It just becomes an addiction. Yeah, I have to check it. Yeah, you have yeah, to I've check got, it. Oh, let me, let and me they've look. designed it that way. Yeah, they designed it very, very well. 
you and, know, and according to the human brain. Yeah. Very well done. It's dangerous. So dangerous. And then going back to ego, which I think is really, or, or the insecurities, I think it's, it's not helping, it's not helping us with the work that we need to be doing. So for example, <clears throat> if there's somebody who feels, um, who feels insecure or who feels, you less know, than. less than or who feels like their life is crappy. They're going to post all about how their life is crappy and then they're going to get all the sad faces and they're going to get, you know, whatever. And it's just going to reinforce. It's reinforcing. It's reinforcing our insecurities. Well, I got my attention for... So you're getting this attention yes. for the thing that you actually need to figure out how to be freed from. Yes. So instead of finding a way to to have this this sense of freedom from it, or solution we're just, focus. Yeah, we're just it, it's just feeding our insecurity. Yeah, it's just feeding, get... feeding. If you feel like you need to be loved, well, post a ton of selfies and have all those likes come in. And when you feel lonely and when no one's in your house and you're all by yourself and you need to feel loved, you can post a selfie and have everyone like it but that's not dealing with the problem of, of your, your loneliness. loneliness it's not no. so it's just fueling it's fueling our insecurities rather than helping us find a solution and it's keeping us lonely and it's keeping us lonely it's that is not that lonely. does not make the loneliness go away can you sit like i mean without your phone like, like dating like how does dating work i heard well, like everyone boys, dates on lots of computer, people boys yeah. and women or boys and Boys and girls, men and women, I'm fixing <laughs> there it. There you go. Good fixing job. Fixing it. You um, got it. Are having trouble just asking each other out on dates. Right. Because people don't do that anymore. Now. It's all on the apps. You know, in the old days, when I grew up, um, you know, you would you ask. You had to get accosted by the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, was that fun. But they, you had to, you know, people had to take risks. Yeah, you had to, you had to look to take, at somebody in the eye. And you would have to say, would you like to go out with me tomorrow night? Yeah. And the person would say... You can't even text. When I was dating, I didn't even have a phone yet. Yeah, there weren't, there weren't cell really cell phone. I mean, there were like the giant ones or whatever. I did not have a cell phone when I started dating so, Rob. Yeah, so Rob and you had to negotiate. No, you had to figure it out. Hanging you had to out look together. at each other and figure it and out. And you also have to deal with rejection. Face-to-face face reje- face. rejection. Yes. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, I don't know. What's Ray going to do? What's Huxley going to do? Well, that's what I mean. How far gonna... down this road do we get to go? <laughs> I, I don't How know. How far down the road do we go before we realize this is a problem that we have to, t- we've got to turn it around. And we've got to, it's almost like this is a gift that you, it's like a, a horse and you've got to put a bridle on it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to harness it. Yeah. Like it's got a lot of power, yeah. but we've got to direct the power. Absolutely. Not I, it direct us. Exactly. Yeah. And I think uh, a, a really good question that we just mentioned before we hit record on this on this podcast was asking yourself before you make any type of post, why am I posting this? Why? Why am I posting this? Mm-hmm. Am I posting it because I feel lonely? Am I posting it because I feel like, or am I posting this because I feel like I look really good in this picture? And mm-hmm. so I want people to be like, oh, look how good she looks. Am I posting this because... You know why? And and some of that you can own. It's okay. Maybe yeah. You want to be like, yeah, I love this photo. I yeah. love this photo oh, of my family. Awesome. And you're clear. This captures the moment. I mean, there are really, like we said, really, really great things about social media. I use social media a lot. But I think asking the question of why am I posting this and then being upfront and honest about it. And maybe you even write that underneath. Be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm having a bad day and I feel lonely. I, you know, I I don't know, just 
own why you're posting it. Right. I think, or or be like, I love this picture of me and my family. I feel like I look so happy in this picture, or I feel so proud so of grateful. this accomplishment, or I am so proud of myself. I want to share this. Or yes, I'm really, really grateful for this, um, for this moment, or for this trip, or for this meal I cooked. Look at this beautiful meal that yeah, I cooked. Exactly. I'm so grateful for you know the fresh vegetables from my garden that I turned into this beautiful dish whatever it is just think about your why why are you posting this yeah I love that and if it is for an insecurity or for because you feel crappy then own that too oh yeah you have to own you know why you're doing it and also be clear about who you're following oh yeah very right? good point who are you following and why right do they make you feel good inspired do they add value to their to your life or do they make you feel crappy crappy and if they make you feel crappy don't follow them it's yeah. totally fine not to follow folks yeah and- you know i have some weird stuff on my instagram which i don't really pay attention to but it's like diamonds you follow i said i've got some companies. diamonds and i've got a lot of like wedding stuff like oh. must have been well, from doing the wedding, wedding but it's like here i am and you know Costa Rica at my wedding. And it's like, I'm like, what is this? Like yeah. these beautiful people at all these beautiful locations where yeah. I'm like, I'm not really that interested in that. Yeah. Like, good for you. Well, and it's like on Instagram, you know, when you, I don't even remember what page you go on to, to click, but maybe when you do search and it says like, um, recommended or popular mm-hmm. how many of them have to be women in, in, in bathing suits? A lot. Why? And so, but then again, I'm just so concerned for our youth. Mm-hmm. And for women who think next week, you guys, we're going to talk about the sexualization of women. So kind this of segueing into, into it. Yeah. Why? Hello. We have a massive problem. And when Instagram is recommending that I follow all of these women in bikinis with huge boobs in beautiful locations, how's that going to make anybody feel about Yeah, I'm themselves? like, wow, she looks really good in Aruba today. Well, and then it's like, well, what, what, what? But I'm not sure. Like for me, it's not really enhancing my life in any way. I'm not learning anything. You're probably it probably makes you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, just like I, I guess I, you know. And maybe you're, and you are a secure person, and you have a great life. But imagine somebody who's feeling a little bit shaky in their sense of self. Mm. What is that going to do for them? What is that going to do for somebody who doesn't feel great in their own body? What is that going to do for somebody? That's not going to do anything. And so we have this culture that's just pushing so much of this on us and on our, on our youth and on, it's just so, it's, it's such a problem. It's just feeding our addictions too. Whether we want to look at thin people or athletic people or successful people or diamonds or, you know, it's kind of like you get to choose your sort of addictions in a weird way, what you're, what you're watching. So be clear about what you fill your feed with, I think too. Yeah. And I think asking yourself what, like for me, I would say that sometimes the women who I really look up to, they are, it affects me in a negative way. But then I realize it's not them and what they're writing. It's me and my issues and my insecurities. And that's where it can be helpful too. And so I think following them is still helpful to me because I am still inspired by them. I just need to not feel that I suck just because... And that you're I, not insignificant. And that, yeah. Again, remembering the glasses. That totally. It's like, oh, yeah, that's my glasses. But yeah. really look what this wonderful person's posting about, you know. Right, exactly. How, you should live, how she feels we should live our lives. Yeah, and I think social media is, um, I, I think we just need to be, We. I think ultimately we need to be honest. And for our children. 
And for our children. For those of us that, you know, and, and any, any of us, for the next generation, we're all responsible, whether we have children or not, for the next generation and the next generation. Right. Really, I think. And so, you know, right. for us to be aware and get a handle on what is this social media and how do we want to use it and how do we want it used. Right. For sure. <laughs> you know, and it, and it is hard because, like, there are, there are a lot of people that I see on social media and in real life and... It's a very different person. Mm-hmm. Very you know? different person. And that's that's hard. It, it's it's sometimes I feel like there's a little bit of a of a tight rope when you walk on um, figuring out how to be authentic, but also be. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess for me, what I'm trying to say is. Sometimes in these, like in even in the in the in the ULA group, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. you know, just thinking, hmm, I wonder why that person is posting that, or I wonder what what the purpose is, and just making sure. I think we go back to that question of why are we posting this? Mm-hmm. You know, what is what what do we gain, or what are we trying to share, or what? How are we hoping? to help. Um, and how are you using the platform? How are you using the platform? Yeah. 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 And I mean, and just, just coming from someone who I feel like I, I built the business and I built the platform. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it bums me out when I see people using, using this platform to push their own popularity or their personal agenda, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it bothers me. There's some people that are super nice to me on, on social media, but then I see them in real life and they are they're not uh, not yeah. you know mm-hmm. and so it's like well which what, what who are you and are you being nice to me here so that other people think that you're nice mm-hmm. or like what what's the point here mm-hmm. and so that i think ties into that human connection piece and making sure that we don't replace social media with human connect or we don't replace human connection with social media and making sure that it's it can supplement our life and that we're not just using it to create this image of who we want to be, mm-hmm. but a place to actually share who we are authentically, and and what our struggles are, and what our joys are. Yeah, and then, I mean, really, that's the beauty. Sometimes, where someone posts something so authentic, and I'm like, oh, that totally gets me. Like, it I totally, yes, totally get that. I have had very, very like big moments reading people's stuff on social media. Yes, absolutely. Yes, but. Um, and that helps us feel not alone. And it does help us feel connected to each other mm-hmm. on a human level. Yes. It absolutely does. But figuring out how to still maintain that human connection piece. Yeah. So important. Because without know. that, I mean, without that, it, we, we've, we've lost humanity. Oh, I mean, well, we have, we have to children stay... that can't read emotions. Yeah. Like, I mean, what are we going to do? Our society what are we all going to be in little doomed. capsules? Our society somewhere? is doomed. Yeah. You know? And so we've got to figure out how to use it as a way to benefit, as a way to um, use our voices that so that they do have a broader reach than just like you said before, like... In Missoula, mm-hmm. you know, we wouldn't be able to we do wouldn't be this able stuff. to do this. We would not be able to do this. No. And so there is a blessing, but I, I am, I am concerned about our kids. Yeah, right. You know, and, and Huxley's uh, several years out from even, you know, and I getting think, a cell phone or you know, anything the, like that. The but. Snapchat. I, I mean, I, I don't want to generalize in terms of um, gender, but it, it does seem a little bit that the the females like the ch- Snapchat. 
uh, and the and the boys like the video games, you know, for whatever reason. And you guys can correct me on that. But they're but both of those are time consuming. They take time away from social interaction with each other. And like my son, you know, a lot of times he just plays on his Xbox and talks on his speaker. Mm-hmm. To someone in a whole nother place. But don't you think that also then just reinforces these dangerous stereotypes of who each of the genders is meant to be? Right. Like, because with the girls, isn't and it how like they how market, pretty they're supposed they to be? How they market it. And then you'll and have... the boys have the... A beautiful contoured face and you'll have flowers in your hair and you'll be so beautiful. And your eyes are bigger. And your eyes are doe eyes with bright. long lashes. Yeah. And your face is chiseled. And so it's these girls who are learning over and over and over that they're supposed to be I'm supposed pretty. to look like that versus we used to have magazines in the old days, but now they've got the... Now we get to be it yeah now and so what does that do and then it's interesting you think well what does that do to ego and insecurity on like what does is this is this making women feel like that they have to look that way yeah or does it does it um is it creating is it helping them create their sense of value through their looks i guess Mm -hmm. is what i'm trying Mm -hmm. to say too it's like look how beautiful i am look how beautiful i am look how Mm -hmm. beautiful i am is that is that the message that's starting to repeat over and over and over in their head, which is then creating their sense of who they are? And, of course, the beauty is determined by the Snapchat, right? How interesting well, yeah. that it's doe eyes, oh, long yeah. lashes, chiseled face. Chiseled face. So, again, we're still making the Flushed same st- statements. Right. We're, we're giving over people a character. Again, the poodle science. Yes. We're going back to you need to look like the poodle. And you can with Snapchat. And you can <laughs> with Snapchat. And you can fix all those things. You fix everything. But, again... And that's that's very and then going to the boys and again this is very very stereotype it is but um but then the boys I mean most of those video games are aggressive oh my god they're like they're like in, but I know like what's the one that he's watching now I can't remember the name Fortnite of Fortnite and everyone's like it's okay it's it looks like cartoons but they're shooting each other. Like, yeah, they're shooting each other. I mean, it's violent. <laughs> it it's violent. violent. Like, I'm like... And it's like, you are out for... And you're, you're on a team you're, sometimes. Yeah. Like, Kaylee and I are on a team. We just killed... The, and you see how many kills you have on yeah, your screen? Sick. I don't like it. <laughs> and I know that there's like, there's dance moves in it. But, yeah, okay. There's a... And he we, does... We, he got, we, got, we got floss out of it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it reinforces, again, these dangerous stereotypes that we are teaching our are are you very good point and again uh, still segregating them by gender too in a weird way you know yeah, what I mean, I mean maybe girls play for Fortnite and maybe guys use snapchat i think i they don't do know for sure but but for in in general and um what was i gonna say about this Fortnite thing oh um my huxley who's four Ooh. was hanging out with, with her cousin my cousin's kids and they're a little bit older boys and one of them was playing Fortnite the Is whole he time like we were hanging out or... no he's older oh he's older um and then we had guests leaving our house after dinner and i was not there but rob was there and he called me i was in the twin cities i think he called me to tell me what happened because it was upsetting but I guess when our friends were leaving Huxley said bye I hope all your heroes die which is something from Fortnite yeah. aren't they killing each other's heroes they're they're they have these skins you buy you and you have to like you upgrade with your skin and the skin okay. makes you like different heroes okay I so hope you, all your heroes die yeah. is what she said she doesn't know what that means but I'm like Oh, how do you censor? How do you protect your kids but also understand what is just 
part of the cultural norm of their generation and how they interact with one another. I mean, can we completely separate our kids from this stuff? How, what are we modeling? How can I, how can I be on my phone doing all my stuff and then tell my kids they're not allowed to? What am I modeling? These are, it brings up so many questions in myself. Because Ray sees me on my phone. Ray sees you on your phone? And then he was like, and as soon as I put my phone down, he picks it up. Yeah, he picks it up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, look around. How often do our kids see us without us carrying our phone around everywhere we go? And, and then what? Just... And so we've normalized it. We're modeling it for them. Yeah, we are modeling. That's what my, my husband keeps saying. He's like, yeah. you're, modeling you're modeling that it. for him. And I'm like, no, I'm not. What yeah. do you know? But also, let's think about this generation then, Huxley's and Ray's generation. And then what about their kids? Oh God, that's what I that's what I'm scared <laughs> like, of. I'm not sure. When does the pendulum swing? Or right. now do are Will we, we not gonna, have parks anymore? Are we just gonna live in like artificial intelligence and like this different world where we just like don't Fantasy. do anything? Yeah. And we just sit there and have our like those glasses on and mm-hmm. stuff, all that stuff you see in sci fi mm-hmm. scary stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's big stuff, but yeah. Maybe you guys can help us figure it out. I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah. I, we definitely, definitely have to get a harness on it. We've got to get a harness, to harness on it. I think, again, going back. It's a powerful back, tool. It can change the world. It already has. It, it changes has. things. And I think, oh, 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 another good point about social media. I think that, um, you know, some of the more dangerous things that have been happening lately in our country or mm. like, I think that the spread so quickly oh, of And it makes us all very separate. Like, or we feel very, like our, like we're on teams. Well, yes, that's kind of the opposite point I was going to make. Oh, sorry about that. Is that I think that in the past, so many horrific things could happen without anyone knowing about it. But I do think social media has helped in a way that it can circulate news. Information. Information. So we, we, we can't, we don't let things go on. I'm appreciative. I mean, you guys know how affected I was by and and still am the by what, by by the separated families. Imagine if we didn't have social media. Imagine if things just kind of went under the radar. We, we didn't know. know. We we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know nearly the information we know. We wouldn't be able to help mm. as many people. I mean, we Ula Fitness donated almost thirty five hundred dollars. Like last night, I got two pictures of little Sophie opening up the care package that I that I personally sent to her. Um, and I got pictures of her playing and coloring and blah, 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 blah. It's so special. But I would never, ever have been able to help that little girl without social, social media. media. And so there is there is a uniting factor where we can, we can gather together, we can rise up, and we can stop. Or we can at least try to try to help really, really bad situations. But it also then can absolutely divide us. Mm-hmm. It totally can divide yeah. us. What's happened to me? I've lost <laughs> I've lost friends. I've, you know, yep. mm-hmm. I've been me really too. turned off by people. I know that people have been really turned off by me as well. Yep. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, it's pros and cons, but I think recapping on what we've talked about, it's like asking yourself like who am I following and why? Is this adding value? Is it adding um, insight or, or is it thought provoking? Is it inspiring? Why am I posting what I'm posting? Also, I think another good question is for those of you who, who may not post or who always like second guess yourself, what are you scared of mm-hmm. that you wouldn't get enough likes or people would think, you, I mean, you know, so there's the other side of it too. For those of you who, who, uh, are m- more hesitant to post on social media, 
Why? Is mm-hmm. that also a fear? Or the privacy thing. Some people are very private. Yeah. You know, yeah. I But I know some people are like, oh, I just, I don't want to post that. I don't, I'm, you know. Like, They're afraid to post Yeah, it. so then it's like, well, why? What is, you know, what is, what is that triggering to? Is it feeding your insecurity? Yeah. Is it feeding, you know, do you want it? Do you just, do you just need to be popular? Do you need to be liked? I mean, You're what right. is it? And does it make you happy? Like, if it doesn't make you happy, don't but do I think it. But I think happiness is a hard thing. It is a hard thing to I define. I think that's a really hard question. Because it, addiction makes you... I, I don't know if it's happy, but do, doesn't dopamine make you oh, feel Oh, it makes happy? you feel real good. But that's fake. Yeah, it's right. Not, it's not... I think does it make you feel whole? Yes. Is maybe a better question. And dopamine is all short-lived, It's too. short. It's and you got And you like, got to keep getting it. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's like a drug. You know, it's like yes. I took my cocaine and my cocaine wore off. I and took it. I need more cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I took my cocaine. I took my cocaine today. I ate my coca leaf, and now I feel amazing. But again, yeah, asking yourself why you're using it. Mm-hmm. Is it beneficial? Is it in a healthy amount? Does it make you have full being health? Right. Again, like, yeah. do you feel do you feel pretty good for a long period of time? Right. I mean, I do follow stuff that I'm like, wow. Oh yeah, that's cool. And I'm, I'm going to so think about helpful. that all day. I'm so much more informed than I used to be. Yeah, you love the news. I mean, you post news articles all I day long. I love the on news. I, w- I had no idea there was so much news out there. <laughs> you love the news. <laughs> oh my god, you love the news. My poor kids, like, turn off the radio, mom. <laughs> Here's some more news. Let's listen to what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, but still, yeah, you know, that's yeah. kind of an addiction too. An addiction to the news. It is. Yeah, you love the news. Love the news. Yeah, just asking yourself, is this adding value to my life? Yeah. Why and am I triggered you, by other people's social media stuff? How do you what guys feel about me? social media too? I'd love to, we'd love to hear your sort of insights and, you know, how mm-hmm. it's helped you and maybe how mm-hmm. it's not helped you and, right. you know, what you feel what do you about think we it. What do about our kids too? That's the most concerning That's thing. That's the most concerning thing because I feel like we had a more, more balanced upbringing. Yeah. We didn't have this, you know, just till the yeah. little bit last portion or so of yeah. our lives. But these children, you know, they've had it from day one of their lives. Totally. So that's a very different beast. It is a very different beast, and I'm 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 concerned. Yeah, about it. Well, I think we should be Mm -hmm. for sure. What do we do about our kids? And their kids? Because I grew up, you know, in the summertime, it's like you come home when the streetlights are on. Yeah. You know, that was how I grew up, and it was, uh, I would not change that for the world. Yeah, and you notice now the streets are kind of empty. Well, they are, and I think social media can also um, let us know all the dangerous things out there. Oh, like, yeah, I don't think like we even totally knew about all of the scary. Dang, which actually research shows that we're living. It's the safest. Yeah, it's we're living in safer times now, but for some reason we're all so scared. Oh yeah, because I think we have access to all of the scary stuff that happens around the world. And of course, fear. We we we, we fear speaks to us. You know, pretty oh, yeah. quickly. Yeah, we're like what. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's very interesting, but food for thought, food hopefully. Food for thought. Yeah, we're learning. We're all learning about this this beast we've created and what we want to do with it. Absolutely. So anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, love you guys. Love you. Have a good week. Goodbye. Mwah.